welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. Real Estate Coaching Radio is the nation's number one daily radio show for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Get ready for fluff-free, unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what's truly working to get you into action, helping others, and making money now in today's real estate market. Now to our hosts... Tim and Julie Harris. Welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio. I want to, I do I probably say this too often, don't I, Julie? Thank all of our listeners for continuing to make this the number one listen. I'm looking at our numbers from yesterday. Thank you for making all this. There we go. We went up again. We picked up 4,000 listens yesterday. So listen, guys, wow. I want to, since, yeah, new, I know, dude, we're gonna, it's like, okay, here's the actual number, 153,949. <laughs> Does that make you feel well, nervous when I tell you, you that? Do the new 4,000. No. I love them. It's great. And a special thank you to our newest roughly 4,000 listeners. So they haven't heard us say thank you a bunch of times. So extra you thank go. you to all of you new listeners out there. Well, but okay. So let's put this in perspective. There's like supposedly 1.3 million members of the National Association of Realtors. And if you take in all real estate agents, those are, who are not members of NAR, supposedly there's like 2 million members. And here we are speaking to basically 154,000 or how many more we're going to listen to today. That's pretty amazing. You know, I was talking with um, one of our new affiliate coaches, uh, Tracy. I know Tracy's listening. So, hey, Tracy. And she and I were talking about like, in essence, what's happening in real estate and what's happening in the industry. A lot of folks aren't paying attention, but there's a movement that's starting to take place. And I don't want to take, I don't, I'm not insinuating that Julie and I have created this movement, but I know we're definitely part of it. And I'm, we need to think of a name for it, but I'm going to call it for the sake of, you know, right now, the return to sanity. There's been so much insane bullshit that's basically been created in the past 12 years, ever since the buying buyer leads, you know, trend has started. And it's very rare anymore that we speak to somebody who's been in the business for longer than 10 years. I mean, most all, all of you listening, you're, you know, basically guys are new agents, you know, or you're agents that haven't been in the business for more than five or six years. So you have no frame of reference. And here's what happens with most of you. You get your real estate licenses, and then all of a sudden you go to your broker, your office manager. They don't know what the hell to do with you. They don't know how to train you. I mean, God bless you guys who are brokers and office managers. you got a hard job. So what do you end up doing, brokers and office managers and agents? What do you end up hearing? Buy leads. You're told to buy leads, the worst advice ever. Now, in the buying lead industry's defense, when they first started selling buyer leads 12 years ago, it's kind of cool. It worked. You know, 2007, somewhere in there, NARST, or uh, what was it? I can listen to me. Realtor, Realtor.com was the first to do it. Zillow copied, you know, truly a copied Realtor.com. But yeah, man, back in the day it worked. Julie and I were buying leads back when we sold real estate. Uh, back in the 90s, when Realtor.com started selling leads, you could it was fantastic for about two years. And then it became oversaturated and we start, stopped doing it. And then Zillow comes around and I, look, I don't need to bore you guys with the history all of it, but here's the bottom line. Trends come and trends go and the buying buyer leads trend is coming to an end. But there's been a tsunami of businesses that have been built up around the idea of buying buyer leads. And as a result of that, so many of you have been constantly hit over the heads with buy buyer leads, buy buyer leads. Oh, here's a CRM to organize your bot buyer leads. Here's a mail campaign to mail to your bot buyer leads. You know, and you never have been told that there's another way, a sane way, thus return to sanity, to build your real estate business around becoming a powerful listing agent. Nobody talks to you guys and tells you the truth 
about what it takes to increase it to experience long-term ever increasing levels of success in real estate, which is focusing all your best energies every day on becoming listing agents. So many of you literally do not know that you do not have to wait 10 years or ever to become listing agents. You could do it the second you get your real estate licenses. So I'm talking to so many of you and I hear in your voices that you're just frustrated. You're just absolutely at the end of your ropes because you're getting these prospecting calls from Zillow. Yeah, here's a funny thought for you. I want you guys to think about this for a second. <sighs> okay, so you guys are being sold, not you listeners. Let's assume the 150 some thousand of you are smart enough not to succumb to this temptation of buying buyer leads, hitting the easy button. Well, let's say for the rest of the agents out there that are buying buyer leads, not all of them obviously, but you know, probably 100,000 are Zillow customers. They get these prospecting calls over the phone telling them, that they need to buy leads. Okay, so I want you to stop right there. So the company that's trying to seduce you by selling you leads that are generated online, they're calling you. They're calling you. Oh, if it worked so they're, well. <laughs> they're not. They're they're not trying to. Uh, they're calling you using a script, and they're prospecting you. So don't you see that they know what they're doing is kind of malarkey? Don't you see that what they're doing, they know, isn't as effective as picking up the phone? Is that funny? Don't you guys see the irony in that? I sure as heck do. So listen, you know as well as I do, all of you listening know intuitively that you will do business when you learn how to basically prospect. Prospecting comes in many forms. It doesn't, we're not just talking, look, we don't, we never tell you guys to cold call. Cold calling is a waste of your time. Don't just start cold calling. That's ridiculous. But there are lists, the obvious ones, the unrepresented owners, aka FISBOs, the expireds, and about 20 others, which are just waiting for you to call them, know what to say, know how to overcome their objections and take the listings. How many of you, if given a choice, would rather have 10 rock and roll you know, listings versus, say, 50 buyers? Not a single, no, the only person that would choose the buyers of the listings is because you're new and frankly, you just haven't learned what a time consuming, usually very low dollar uh, per hour activity working with buyers is for, versus focusing on sellers. Or you've not been told that you can go after, here's the cool thing also that's happening right now, because so many agents are chasing the wrong rabbit, buyer leads, the sellers are not getting a lot of, uh, they're not being over solicited. That, that end of the business is not oversaturated. It probably never will be because working with buyers is a social experience. You just have to be friendly with them. You don't have to have, come on, let's keep it real. You don't have to have a buyer presentation, though we do give you one. You don't have to have buyer scripts, though we do give you buyer scripts. But you could probably sell a buyer or two just because you know them from church or your kids on the same swim team or the rest of it. It's a social activity. It's not truly a skills-based activity. Working with sellers, sellers is skills-based. Some of you didn't know that. Some of you don't know that you where to get the skills. We teach you the skills to go after the sellers. And then you have listings. And when you have listings, you have a magic word called leverage. Leverage is basically the first step in becoming rich, where your money works for you and you no longer work for your money. With leverage, you have one listing. You take a listing, you call the person, you overcome their objections, you go out, take the listing, send the pre-listing pack, follow our seven-step listing process. You go out, list the house. You put it in the MLS, you price it correctly, you do everything you promised you to do on your marketing plan, which is all part of our pre-listing pack. And then what happens, guys? The market sells it for you. The buyer's agents sell the listing for you. And all the while, you're working on the, your next three or four listings. Do you guys see how that's better than chasing uh, buyers? 
And the other thing that's nice about working on the seller side of the business is you can keep normal hours. You don't have to work the nights and weekends. You can get your life back. Some of you who feel like you're burning out at both ends and we're not even halfway through the year yet, it's because you're working with buyers. It's because you're working on your logo or you're, you're focusing on the wrong things. And you know, how you're fo you know how you know if you're focusing on the wrong things? If you're feeling burned out and if you're not making enough money. That's all you need to know. You don't need to wait as the sand builds up higher and you sink slower into the quicksand for you to realize that maybe you just need to change a little bit of a grab that vine and pull yourself out before it's too late. You guys get it? You're putting all these pieces together. If not, go back and listen to our past podcasts. Our message has never changed. It never will. So listen, we're going to be picking. We're going to actually finish the show we started three days ago today. And we are, Julie. Let's make sure we do it. So don't let me ramble. Yes. Um, but Julie's got some folks that she wants to acknowledge from our private Facebook group. Julie? Yes. Yes, quickly. So, and this ties right into today's topic, by the way. I wanted to give a quick shout out to Nicole Tucker, one of our Premier Coaching members, who posted her accountability update. She does these frequently, and she posts them on the Facebook page. She's got a great chart worked out, which is very closely modeled after the uh, real estate success game, and we'll be talking more that, about that on future shows, something special we've created for you guys with regards to accountability. But Nicole has been brave enough to regularly post her activity, and she has things on there like how many center of influence calls, how much prospecting time she's spending, how many BPOs she's doing. She prospects uh, divorce attorneys and, let's see, even her daily devotion, how many listing appointments, how many listings sold, buyers sold, uh, for sale by, oh, let's see, follow-up calls she tracks. She tracks working out, and then she has notes around what she's done. So nice job. And at the top, she writes two buyers uh, this week, and one of them already sold uh, and working on two new listings. So that's great accountability. It does make a huge difference as we will dive further into on our podcast. You know, it's not enough to just think about your goals and say, you know, I mean, Nicole could just say, I've got this goal of, you know, getting one of my buyers in contract. We'll see how it goes this week. Or she can know that she's going to be posting that for everyone to look at and comment on and hold her accountable to. Huge difference on the results that you get. So a uh, quick shout out there. Let's see. Several referrals changed hands just this morning before a business even got going. Uh, I connected a couple of our premier members myself. Oh, let's see what else we've got here. I think that's my major shout out uh, for today. And then just a quick reminder, if you guys do not yet have your Harris Rules book, I know we have a lot of new listeners. So go to Amazon, type Harris Rules in the search bar. You can download Audible. You can get your hard copy or you can uh, down – those are the three, Audible, hard yeah, copy. Yeah, no, Audible, Audible, or, the uh, – yeah. what's it? Whoa, the hard, the soft cover. And what's the other one, that little uh, digital device? What's Kindle? Yeah, to the Kindle. That's right. I blanked yeah. on that one. Sorry. So, uh, right. for example, uh, just a, a quick little quote from one of our favorite authors, Jeb Blunt. He wrote Fanatical Prospecting, which we recommend. He gave us a quote that says, Harris Rules breaks all the rules of traditional real estate. Prepare to be inspired. So thank you for that, Jeb. We appreciate you as well. So get your copy today if you haven't yet. Back to you, Tim. All right. So first of all, before we get to the uh, finish up, Julie, remember where we ended, please. Um, on yep. the, it says five reasons to commit to your goals in, in writing, but that's actually not the title. The title is what is the title? Just so those those of you who are trying to, I know some of you guys are 
fanatical about tracking, making sure you're listening to all the shows. Today's show is titled Five-Step Proven Goal Accomplishing Plan Part. It says part three, but I think it's actually part two. So in any event, that's where we're going to pick up a quick reminder, a couple things. First of all, for those of you who want a free coaching call, I know we have spots available. Actually, I think we have like 10 spots available today. And I think um, over the weekend, we have three or four spots. So if you want a free coaching call, just go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com. You'll be connected directly with one of our new member coaches. Uh, second of all, that's it. Let's, let's make that the only announcement. So just go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com if you'd like a free coaching call. And let's jump in so we can get this topic under our belts. Yes. So just to remind everyone, we had been talking about a real factual study by Dr. Gail Matthews, who is not a made-up guru or snake oil type. She is a real psychology professor at a real university, Dominican University in California, and studied 267 participants, how they were affected by different methods of goal setting. So we talked about that back on our first part, and we had gotten into why it matters, because really the gist of her study proved that when you write your goals out and you formulate action commitments, you send your goals and action commitments as a weekly progress report, like we were just talking about Nicole posting hers on our private Facebook page, and even rated the goals and how you're doing. Of course, not surprisingly, that group from the study was far more successful at actually accomplishing their goals. Again, thinking about them and just writing them down wasn't enough. It was thinking about writing down, creating action steps, and having accountability. Those are four things that you've got to do to make your goals work. So secret to accomplishing what matters, you've got to start with writing it, and then we got into some specifics. We already talked about uh, making your goal not nebulous, not I want to lose weight, it's how much and by when. So that was point number one. Point number two, by writing your goals, committing to action steps, it will motivate you to actually do something about it. For example, we all remember the secret. Well, that was a good start because it caused you to think, but it certainly didn't go far enough. You have got to actually take steps to implement your goals, not simply write them down. However, without writing them down, the next step can't happen, so you've got to start somewhere. Don't just talk about what you want. Commit to it in writing. Post it in your office. Read it daily, and be committed to not just to the goal, but to the actions that the goal requires to achieve. Now, in our real estate treasure map, and we also get into this in the Harris Rules book, there is a very robust goal-setting technique that we teach you. It starts with thinking bigger, writing down five areas of life to put your goals into, and then it asks you things like, why is this important to you? By when will you do it? Do you know anybody who's done that before? What are the things that you've got to do to actually get there? What's the education required? What's the accountability to it? and then you write it down once you've drilled down. So point number three, when you write down your goals and you commit to the action steps, a curious thing happens. Now, this only happens when you're taking steps, when you're actually implementing. It provides you an opportunity for better exposure to things you otherwise never would have experienced. The more successful you become, the more you'll be exposed to new opportunities. Simply taking the steps to move forward will unlock otherwise hidden opportunities and relationships. And you see this on many different levels in real estate, from going on what may appear to be a pretty scary listing appointment that's double your average sale price in a neighborhood that you've got to go preview to know anything about, well, that will get you out of your comfort, comfort zone pretty fast. But then what happens when you actually take that listing, 
and you start taking leads to that neighborhood and you start meeting people who live there. Now all of a sudden your exposure is completely different. And the next time you have an opportunity like that, you're going to be that much more confident. It never would have happened if you hadn't taken the first step. That's just a simple real estate example. But there's lots of different uh, ways that we see this. When we ask you guys to build your center of influence and go join other groups that maybe you have just a little bit of interest in and you're going to try it out, think of the different people that you're going to meet. I know just living in Texas, Tim, there are people that we've met here that we never in a million years would have, would have met had we not made that move. Really, you know, crazy interesting types that you run into, you know, like the, one of our quasi neighbors that has helicopters for fun and his other hobby is raising cattle. Like who does that? Shall we tell right? that? And then we should, we, we should tell that story. Yeah. Yeah. Go well, ahead. Let's okay. So, so there's this guy, his name is Jeff. Um, he's not actually, he's, he's more of a, one of our friends neighbor. Um, anyway, so Justin, who's, he sends me this video, um, and Justin, if you're listening, hello. And he sends us this video of this attack helicopter that's basically flying over Justin's house. Well, Justin's house goes next door is next door to this guy's basically you could call it a ranch, but it's like a ranch and a state thousands of acres. The guy raises uh, grass fed beef and you know, he's a, he does it as a hobby and he, he just bought some 19 Vietnam era attack helicopter for fun. And he was out cruising around, you know, basically, I don't even know what, but the video that Justin sent me was just batshit crazy, amazing, cool. You know, and that's what it, that, but that's that we know Jeff because, you know, we know Jeff through Justin and we, so the people, yeah. So the people you meet in Texas are, let's just say very independent and, and, and their approach to life. <laughs> well, so my parameters change because I used to think your hobbies were weird, right? So now my exposure Jill, is your, your phone, too. your phone, your phone is getting uh, janky. So go to where you were. I, I will dial back in. Okay, so guys, moving forward with uh, what the, the point of this whole diatribe is, is really go back to the first point. And you want to be thinking about why is it that everyone preaches goals, but hardly anybody accomplishes goals? Why is it everyone says that they want to lose weight, but hardly any people lose weight? We, you know, we talked about Orange Theory extensively the other day on the podcast. But just remember this, a goal is a dream with an action plan. So when you're setting a goal and it doesn't matter what it is, let's say, for example, you want to go on a vacation this July or this September, or you want to spoil your family for Christmas, which this is a great time of the year to be thinking about that. So what does that mean? So you want to basically have a slush fund for Christmas presents or for Hanukkah presents, you know, that you want to have set aside as, uh, you know, by the time the holidays roll around. You determine what that number is, 1,000, 5,000, 10,000, 20,000, you decide. Okay, so when do you need to have that money uh, saved by? How do you, and then you'd create a plan to accomplish that. Maybe it's easy, really just an extra sales for some of you, half a sale for some of you, five sales for others of you. Maybe you need to sell an additional one or two houses to accomplish the goal, but that's a goal with a dream with an action plan. So what's the action plan or what's the goal? The goal is basically to spoil your family, to basically give them the best Christmas ever. The, and so when you're going to accomplish this by, you're going to accomplish this by, uh, you know, what? two weeks, three weeks before Christmas. So now you have a specific time frame to accomplish this by. You have a specific plan, uh, which is going to be, you have to sell X number of houses. You have to generate this number of transactions. You know, then you, then you make the plan. Okay, so if you need to sell one more additional house per year or per month to accomplish the goal to save, you guys get the gist of it. So you have to break it down by just saying, I have a goal. 
It doesn't work. It never works. That's the reason most people fail because most people don't know how to go about making the action plan, the drilled down action plan to accomplish the goal. Try that. Just pick a simple thing, a very, very simple goal. Let's say, for example, today at the end of today's show, you're going to be motivated, pumped up, excited, and you're going to call five of your centers of influence and past clients. And you're going to make all those phone calls. Remember, goal is a dream with a deadline. You're going to make all those contacts within the next two hours. So let's say you're listening at one. You're going to have all the contacts done by three. Where, okay, so what's the action plan? You're going to put yourself in some place that's isolated. You're not going to check your email, your phone number. You're just going to isolate yourself. And then you're going to grab five phone numbers. You probably have them in your cell phone. Write them down and just call the folks and use one of our centers of influence and past client scripts to make contact. I want you guys just to think about how simplistic it is what I just said. And then think about why it is that you're not doing it. I'm not going to get on that topic right now. But if you were to do that, how much better would you feel about yourself? When you actually heard yourself saying, hey, Julie, it's Tim. Listen, I was just thinking about you. I've been getting a lot of calls and emails. So this is one of our scripts, guys. Beginning a lot of calls and emails from my friends, family, people I know, care and love, who are all kind of concerned about the same thing. They see interest rates going up slightly. They're worried about the effect of the interest rates in the market on their property's value. So what I'm going to do and what I'm doing is I'm calling all the folks that are in my list and I'm letting them know what's going on in the market and also giving them a quick snapshot of what their home is worth in today's market. And I've got your first report available for you now. Can I share it with you? Yeah, that'd Julie. be great. Okay, there you go. So base, you know, base, and here's how detailed the market re your report has to be. There's currently 5,000 houses for sale. Last month, there's 500 houses that sold. So if you were to have your house for sale now, it would take approximately, you know, 12 months or 11 months or 10 months or two months to sell the house. However, the absorption actually works out. And you can, in your neighborhood in particular, as you know, there's 16 houses for sale, and the average sale pay, sell price is, I'm sorry, the average ask price is $332. $332,000. And I've seen that the average days in the market is now extended by 82 days. Now, would you like me to email you today a very drilled down detailed CMA, basically a realtor's version of an appraisal on your property? I can get that to you today. Most of them will say yes. And then you can use like cloud CMA or something like that to send them the CMA. And then you end the call and you say, by the way, whom do you know who's thinking about buying or selling that I should be helping in this market? They're probably for the most part, not going to have referrals for you. And then you end the call. Okay, great. We'll look for the email a little bit later. And then about 30 days from then, hey, just checking in to see if you got that report I sent. Do you have any questions about it? Yes, no, maybe so. By the way, um, I have another report available because the market's changed in the last 30 days. And give them the same sort of verbal overview. And then say, in the past month, did you happen to come across anyone that you think I should be helping? You guys get the point of this? So you use these simple uh, you know, essential these scripts that basically make it so that you're of service people to people first, you will find that when you follow these scripts, again, goal is a dream with an action plan. I'm giving you the action plan to go about getting on the phone and making contacts. So you want to make five contacts before three o'clock today. I've now given you some scripts. You can download and premiere members and just use the scripts that are on the website and make those contacts. You'll have all five contacts by three o'clock, and you probably will get at least your foot in the door for some leads. You might get lucky and get a lead. How about that? That's a goal of the dream and action yeah, plan. And you can meet. Yeah. That's after one day what you can, and you know what, Tim, we see them post on our private um, Facebook page from our premier members. They post this kind of thing all the time when they quote, make themselves do what they don't want to do when they don't want to do it at a high level. High level is where you use scripts. You're not just totally winging it. But they always post, gosh, you know, I can't believe what I got after just three calls and 45 minutes on the phone. 
And I typically respond, imagine what you'd have after you did that just four out of five days a week. And maybe even only three weeks out of four of the month keeping it real, right? Not that they ever get busy or anything. But think what you will have. And really what you just rattled off, Tim, that's one of the number one things that agents constantly state as a big mistake from newbies to grizzled veterans, wish I was doing a better job with my database. What should I do with my database, right? How can I, you know, use the easy button to talk to my database? Well, what if you just made three to five calls every workday, take you less than an hour using the script that Tim just gave you at a high level? Imagine where your business would be just taking that seriously. It would be incredible. Some of you, it is incredible because you do it. Back to you, Tim. Well, so Julie, did we go through all? Do we go through all the points? Uh, let's see. Uh, we've talked about better exposure, and you you told them your story about Jeff with the crazy helicopter. Uh, point number four: When you write down your goals, it'll enable you to see and acknowledge your progress. If you never take any steps, you're not going to see your own progress, and life can be a grind at times. It's especially difficult when you're not seeing progress. So you do have to do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at a high level, but writing your goals creates anchors along your path. How else will you know how far you've come and how far you've yet to go? So if it started out as a dream, got to really talk to my past clients so I can get some nice organic referrals and repeat business. Well, everybody says that. That's not a goal. A goal is I will speak with five of them every day so that by the end of a 30-day period, I will have called and spoken with 100% of my database every 30 days, even every 60 days. So on day three, you see your progress. On day 10, you see your progress. You see the results virtually from the first call that you make. But by not making those steps and not having those anchors, you get stuck at the beginning. Well, I ought to talk to my database better or any number of other things from losing weight to getting your pre-listing package done to whatever you want to put on the list. No action steps means you're not going to get there. So point number five, and a great way to wrap this up, and then I've got to get to premiere. Uh, Napoleon Hill said, and you just quoted him, a goal is a dream with a deadline. It's not enough to just declare your goals, put the deadline, a date by which, and get some accountability. So homework, many of you have your treasure map, or if you don't, you can go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com and we'll send it to you. Some of you have done it, but you haven't updated your goals in five areas of life. So figure out what they are. Post your goals in an obvious location to you, possibly even several locations. Figure out the first three action steps for each goal and start doing them. Schedule those steps, get help if you need it, and of course, get into coaching so we can help to hold you accountable. Back to you, Tim. I've got a to premiere. Well, so there you go. The real estate treasure map basically deep dives into all the stuff we talked about with regards to goal setting. But I really do want you guys to go back and listen to part one. This is actually part two. I fixed the typo. Um, and uh, yeah, listen to the call we did because really the how-to essence of um, stuff in life is what we specialize in. Everybody can deliver a message about, you know, here's the five things you need to be doing in order to basically have a great day. But what's fascinating is when you really get into the psychology of, okay, so everyone's given the same information about the five things they should be doing first thing of the day, let's say. Well, why is it that only 1% of the people successfully do it? What's going on with the rest of the folks? And what Julie and I've taken it on as a life mission is to figure out what it is that the, I, look, I'm not going to study what it is that the successful people do because I don't really care. What we want to know is what can we do to help the other people who aren't doing it? Why is it they're not doing it? And so what our life mission has been, and I don't think we walked into coaching thinking this would be what our life mission was 20 years ago, but this is what's, what's, what's happened, 
is figuring out to help how to help the 98%, the rest of you. Successful people, generally speaking, are going to be successful no matter what. You know, people that are just always hitting it out of the park will always hit it out of the park. That's just true. I want to know what it is that the rest of the population out there, why is it, what's holding them back? And when you get into that, it's mostly in their heads. It's mostly head junk. It's psychology. And that's where the coaching comes in. That's where, frankly, that's fun. It's exciting. It's amazing to see sometimes where just the littlest nudges this direction or that direction will create the biggest epiphany in somebody's life. And I hope you guys are experiencing, I'm not going to even suggest big epiphanies, but at least little nudges now and then. I hope big epiphanies. That's certainly our dream from listening to today's podcast, but just little nudges. If we can hit little nudges with you and you start knowing that you're going in the right direction and you start building confidence, Look, guys, I know it, it's, I must, it's not hard to be successful in real estate. It just isn't. What's hard to be, the hard part is knowing when to say no. That's the hard part. And realizing that really, truly, you have to say no 99% of the time in order to basically get anything done. And I mean that quite practically, getting anything done during the day. If you have three things that you're trying to get done, well, you're going to have to say no to a lot of other things to get those three things done. And some of you guys don't know how to say no. Some of you guys don't know what the three things are that you should be doing. You know, some, you can basically, if you did, you know, follow the morning schedule and follow the, basically the simple five things that you need to be doing every morning and you do those things at the highest level and you do those really five days of the week, seven days in the week, you don't do it on the weekend, you're going to accomplish so much in your life. Well, then I want to know why it is that some people do it. Most people don't. And then you start getting into the psychology of why somebody hits the sleep button on their timer, you know, on their, on their wake up clock or their digital phone. Why is it that somebody... The other person, the 1% or the 3% decides to jump out of bed, no matter whether they feel like it or not, do what they don't want to do and they don't want to do it at the highest level. How is it that we can get the other, the rest of you to follow those people's actions? And you know what? It's not that difficult. Sometimes you have to learn how to game yourself. Sometimes really what it is, is you're just stuck in your own head, having Groundhog Day every single day with the same thoughts and not even realizing it. And, and like I said, listen to the podcast we did that was part one of this show. And Julie was very sacrificial, I think, in sharing a lot of personal information about what her limiting beliefs were about her physical abilities um, with regards to, uh, and how she's rooted all those things out with Orange Theory. The reason that we went through that for a half hour is so that you guys will see, even someone at Julie's level, best-selling author, you know, she's accomplished a lot of things in life, just really successful lady. Even at her level, she still was carrying around misbeliefs about her ability to run, particular run at speed for a, a, a long period of time. Once she was able to move past those things, once she realized all the stuff that was floating around in her head, which was just bad information, and she was willing to set that aside, it still came back to haunt her. But eventually, she kept on pulling the you know tug of war rope in the direction that she wanted to go, which was being a competent distance runner. And now she is. Now she kicks some serious ass. You guys are all on the same path at different things in your lives. We all are. Um, but our job as your professional coaches or your future coaches is to make it so that you realize what a blessing being in real estate is because there's really no other industry like it. It's just an incredible business because you're able to be of high level of service to as many people as you choose to be. And when you're able to serve those people at the highest level with integrity, with honor, helping them accomplish their goals, you're going to make millions and millions of dollars. There's not too many other things where there's a direct correlation between what you know, what you do and what you earn. A lot of times you can work your ass off and not earn any more money. That's not true in real estate. That's true in sales in general, though, isn't it? So listen, guys, 
Um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for continuing to make this the number one listen to daily podcast for real estate agents. It's, I love it. It's fun. It's great. It's exciting. If there's anything we can do for you, it's Tim at timandjulieharris.com or Julie at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to request your free coaching call at freecoachingcallsforagents.com. If you need us for anything, guys, we check our own email. A lot of you are stunned and amazed. Sometimes we'll get emails and we'll just call you guys back right away. It just depends how our days are working out, whether we're sitting in an airport or something. I'm looking for some, something else to do other than just look at magazines. I'll call you guys back right away. Whatever it is that you need, we've got your backs in this business. We really do. You know, this is something we, we, our life mission is to basically help you in your business become the fullest and most amazing thing that you've ever created professionally in your life. We want this, your business, your real estate practice to become the thing professionally that you're most proud of. Let us help you do that. So if you need us for anything, just ask. In the meantime, if you've not had a coaching call in a while, if you've never had a free coaching call, you're entitled to it. Free coaching calls for agents.com. You guys have a fantastic day and we'll talk to you on the show tomorrow. Remember, we have thousands of replays that are waiting for you over at iTunes, or you can just go to timandjulieharris.com. You can listen to the show and download our notes from the podcast at timandjulieharris.com. Have a fantastic day. Anytime you guys need us, just ask. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. Thank you.